Welcome to Raspberry Tea Pod Chat. I'm Claire. I'm Claire. And I'm Jo. <laughs> CCJ. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. We're all pulling faces at each other over the screen here, so we've all got a big smile on our faces. And um, with that, I'm going to lead straight into this topic because it's all about love. No. Not the sort of relationship love, but love you have for your work. Claire? Yes. It's something that I've seen a couple of posts on it recently that have reminded me of it. And it's something I always say whenever I do my 60 seconds or an elevator pitch, whatever it is at networking or I do a presentation, I love branding. I love everything to do with it creating it, developing it, helping other people understand it, all that sort of stuff. And I have this firm belief that if you if you love what you do, it's never work. Obviously, my business runs and there's things that I don't love as much as that, and I do work. But generally, if you've got a real passion for doing what you do, whether it's under, underwater basket weaving or writing copy or building houses or anything that you do, if you love what you do, how can it be work? And I thought that'd be a great topic for a podcast. And the time flies as well, doesn't it? Yeah. When like you're doing, doing what you love. love. Yeah. yeah. It's so, a, yeah, so yeah. What, can, I, can I just pull us back a little bit here then? So you love branding. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like work. Nope. What's your message to people? What's the topic about? If you know what your passion is, what you're passionate about, what do you what do you really like to do? Like hobby wise, it might be gardening. So you could go out in the garden and then a day is gone and you don't know where it's gone because it's not like you've been working. The, the time sort of stands still almost or it passes in the blink of an eye because you're doing something that you really enjoy. Obviously, we're talking work wise. And I really enjoy coming, coming up with ideas or the nature of my work. I really enjoy it. So it flows easily and it's not like any time's gone. So you're saying it, that it's a shame more people don't feel like yes. that. Why don't pe- more people show their passion for what they do a little bit more or actually have it? Do they know it? Are they doing what they're doing? I think that's the point. I think that's the big point. I think a lot of people go from school and told they've got to get a job and they just get a job. And I was one of those people, in a sense. I felt lucky, but I still then, even when I'd sort of got my passion, I still then went into just to another job carried the passion through in, as part of the role but I didn't base my job on that passion and I think it's it's very easy to get trapped into the I need a job and I need the money and once you've got a job and you've got the money and you've got commitments you might have a mortgage and a car loan or whatever it might be you've got you can't then afford not to have a job or to retrain or Think about what your passion is. So passions get lost. Yeah, absolutely. I can remember. So I graduated in 1994. 
there were very few teaching jobs and I didn't believe in myself enough at the time anyway to apply for the teaching roles that there were. Um, different story for another day. Um, I had been working part-time at a rest home, um, an elderly care home in Bognor. And before I knew it, I was full-time because I needed to pay the bills. And I can remember, so at that time I was, what, 23, 24? I can remember sitting there in a coffee break and they were literally, honest to God, talking about the price of bread. And I sat there and I thought, well, I can't do this. This is just because I work nights, so I don't get a chance to look at things during the day. I don't get a chance to apply for jobs during the day, go to interviews during the day. I had to put a stop to it or else I would have still been working in that care home to this very day. I loved it, don't get me wrong, but it wasn't my passion. My passion has always been caring for people in some way, shape or form. So I applied for a job at Harrods. So I was, I moved to my friend's house, um, was living with her and I was working up at Harrods. So living in Crawley, going up to London, commuting up to London every day, November, December, January, Christmas sale time. Absolutely blooming loved it. It was only a temporary role though. Had to find something else. Again, had to find something else because that was coming to an end. Ended up working at Alamo, car rental at Gatwick Airport. Oh my God, the stress, the pressure, you wouldn't believe it. Had a very, very low basic salary. Um, you had to make it up with your sales, with your upgrades, with your upsells, or taking on driving jobs additionally. That had to finish when I nearly drove up an embankment on a motorway because I was that knackered having to make the money. And you know, the list could go on for me, but I have finally found a career, a profession I absolutely love in coaching, in writing, both of those. And the time flies. If I didn't have my, um, I will say Alexa, if I didn't have Alexa here to keep me on track and I set the alarm for every so often during the day, my days would absolutely fly. But you know what? I felt as if at times over the last 20 odd years, 30 odd years, that I was just gonna go gray, just sitting still doing the same thing over and over and over. And I had to pull myself away from it or else it was never gonna end. And you're absolutely right. It's interesting, isn't it? Because it's it's a very, very difficult one for a lot of people. If, if somebody's got a hobby from childhood, through childhood, or they've got a particular interest or whatever it might be, think as a child as a teenager you don't know what jobs and what possibilities there are that yeah. use those hobbies and things yeah. and you're sort of shoehorned by adults into the adult world rather than somebody actually taking you and going what do you get fired up about what do you love yeah okay so it's this well have you thought about all these hundreds of jobs that are, are related to that Mm -hmm. That doesn't happen, that sort of career advice. And I don't think many parents give that, to be honest. And, and if you are a parent out there that's encouraging your child to, you know, fulfil the dreams and, and include their passion in their career, then good on you because it's amazing. It needs to be done. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
I mean, I've I've been the same. I I loved. I've always written. I wrote friend uh, letters to my friends as a kid, rather than ringing them up or knocking on the door. <laughs> I'd post a letter to them. I've just always written, and I always wanted to write a book when I was sort of in my very early twenties. I discovered that I was absolutely crap at imagination. I don't. Ha- I can write a story if it's a real life story. If somebody <laughs> tells me something, or I've seen it, or it's happened to me. I can write an amazing story. Yeah. Making it up, fiction, forget it. My brain does not work like that. So I knocked that on the head and just sort of went, okay, then I've just got to carry on working. Um, you know, and is my passion now the copywriting and the content we create? Is that I think my well, I love writing, but I think my passion is seeing the results of it. Mm. It's helping the other business owners. Yeah by doing that for them yeah it's not the sitting and writing I'm not a backroom writer that will you know just sit here and write for hours on end and not communicate with the world I want to help our clients grow their businesses and that's my passion yeah I'm very fortunate in what we do to help them do that it's amazing and I enjoy it but my real passion is seeing other businesses get results from our work um I suppose I'm slightly different in that have you ever been in a job where you have felt trapped then a specific job oh Jesus yeah yeah um you know I was at the university for 16 years I started as a basic clerical assistant stroke secretary I ended up as a head of department um I moved roles without being interviewed um, and the university system is you you do more than your pay scale and then you get promoted yeah unless you apply for a job so that's what always happened I developed my roles but when I got to the to my last role um I was too high politically I yeah. didn't enjoy the politics um it didn't feel comfortable to me I didn't fit in at all with that very senior and I'm going to say it was a boys' club because they were 90, 95% male, senior in years and senior in academia, mm-hmm. um, men that I was working with, and it, it didn't take me seriously. And I just was like, what the hell are you talking about? So your days yeah. dragged then? They didn't, I, they weren't? I didn't enjoy it at all. I wasn't mm. in the best place for myself because I was not enjoying work. I think that put a damper on most things. Um, when I applied for the voluntary severance I talked myself into if I didn't get it actually I got a bloody good career and a really good job and I talked myself up back into that mindset of this is really good um, but the day they said you can take voluntary severance if you want it <laughs> the weight of the world just left me but I lost my best friend through it yeah, because she worked at the university and she admitted to somebody months and months later she felt I'd abandoned her and I I was now happy and she wasn't and I'd left her. So it's not always an easy decision to make to do that either, is it? To follow your heart into yeah. a role that you want to take. And Claire, coming back to the the point of the you know what you said initially that if you're doing what you love, it brings the best out in everything, doesn't it? It just makes it makes things a lot easier. 
like I say, time time flows. You're a happier person. Very fortunate to be doing something that I love because I know a lot of people aren't. And I've been in jobs before when you're a student and you're paying the bills and you're like, oh my God, I will never ever work in catering again. And I respect <laughs> everybody that does because it's damn hard. Mm. But there's 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 more to life like the, the phrases that you you've got one life you've got to live it to the best then we do spend a lot of time at work when you're an adult unless you're yeah. in a very fortunate position yeah so why not do something that you love and, and if you don't do it at work not. certainly try and find it outside of well this yeah. is what i was just going to go on to because you know there are some people who could be listening to this who mm. are in a job that isn't their dream career but they need the money yep. and you know whilst there are lots of jobs on the market at this moment a lot of them are sort of lower level grade jobs as we're coming out of the pandemic um there aren't necessarily the opportunities to move on and upwards if you're already established in your career and you know I, i've been told by some friends a few weeks ago that their uh, brother is in his 50s and a very senior you know director level person and he's going for, for interviews for companies and they're saying yes we'd love you to join us tell us what you propose to do with the role taking his ideas and then not giving him a role and there's all sorts of things happening at the moment I think and, and it's very uncertain so I understand anybody who says I need to stay in this job for now yep, yeah get that so how would we recommend they go about thinking about what they would actually enjoy and if they could make a job career business out of it what would we advise people to do how would we advise them to go about that I think like I think you hit the nail on the head because you've done your decorating business you've always done writing and you're specified in a certain way it's creative but it's not fictional and, but it's not actually the what you do that is your passion. It's the result and how you make an impact mm. with somebody else, like the way you'd left somebody's house mm. or building mm. or whatever. And I actually, I think mine is probably the same. I, I love to help people, but I also really love ideas and getting ideas and coming up with an idea that's going to fix a problem. So I think it, if you can figure out the root of what is your passion is it helping people <clears throat> is it creating a positive result for somebody else is it caring for people like joe said what would allow you to do that more often you're never going to get 100 percent of it because life doesn't work like that but if you can spend more of your time doing something you're passionate about so if you take your working day out, let's say you work nine to five get rid of eight hours a day what else could you do in the remaining part of the day that would drive your passions, make you make you happy inside without even thinking about it? The time's gone. You might not be able to do it every day of the week. You might have got a family. You might have got other commitments. But try and get more of what you're passionate about into your life, and it does lift you. Would you say, Joe, that by doing what Claire's suggesting that you'll see new opportunities that may enable you to change your life slightly? Absolutely. I mean, I took a big step. I had my own house. I had my car. I was living an independent life. I took a big step 
and sold my house, moved in with mum, you would not believe the opportunities that have come up since then, because as we all believe in it, and it's not woo-woo, it is a science, there is a science to it, what you put out, you attract. So if your energy is higher, if your vibration in the world is higher, then what you are going to get back will be that because you are attracting it. So you will be shining. You will be a more positive person. You will attract, naturally will attract positivity. Spend your time around people who are as energetic and as positive as you are, who are doing the things or that you want so. to do. Or, or more, more so. so. Yeah, more so. Um, the signs that you see, you know, Claire and I were talking about this the other day. People achieving things where you want to be, you might look at it and think, bloody hell, how are they getting there? How are they doing that? How's she done that? It's a sign to you that it is possible. And you know what? Even going after money, there is enough money for this entire world if it is in the right places. So you have to do that. Start attracting those things around you. I took a massive, massive pay cut to go from where I was, yes, I got my redundancy, to now. But the difference it has made to me, I'm starting to build it back up, don't get me wrong. Another friend has done exactly the same. She was fed up of construction industry. She took a step back. She's taken a massive salary cut, but it's been worth it because she's got her freedom back. She's got some time back. She can walk to work. You know, the surroundings are all different and she is like a different person. So if you get the opportunity, if you see an opportunity and it feels right to you and you know that you can benefit and therefore other people can benefit from it, do it. We're not saying go and hand your notice in tomorrow without any alternatives, for God's sake, but... But what you've just said brings me back to another social media thing that I shared the other day. I'm full of these today, aren't I? Um, Which is, why not approach life with an open mind? Your Mm. mind isn't going to fall out of your head. You know, that's the thing. I think you've got to, rather than being, oh, I hate my job, I've got to go nine to five or until 10 or whatever it might be, and I can't have a life and, and I don't have time to do anything, stop thinking like that. Spend some time, like Claire said, on something you enjoy doing, something that lifts you. Have an open mind. If you've got a particular hobby or whatever, join a Facebook group that's about that hobby. You never know what opportunities might come. You never know who you'll meet. And it's all about just having an open mind on, this doesn't have to be my life forever. It might have to be it for right now. It doesn't have to be forever. Yeah. 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 So, open minds finding your own passions where do you start what do you enjoy doing do you like doing the garden do you like watching films do you like going for a walk if you can't do it in your job or you can't find it in your job or you haven't yet found it in your job do more of what you enjoy get out for a walk if that's what you like go for a drive start walking other people's dogs start walking other people's dogs yes indeed get a dog in your life get an animal in your life do something (laughs) do something different If you don't know what it is that you like to do yet, try different things because you might have not found it yet. And then look about, like Claire said, what's the result? So I build brands, I design things, I create ideas. Claire writes, Joe writes, Joe also does this coaching thing where she's helping people. What's the outcome of 
the job or the thing that you do is it that that's the passion they can find you can find it anywhere so we'd like to know what yours are if you know what your passions are what are they or if you know what is it inside your job or your day-to-day life or your hobbies that you like to do please let us know drop a comment on the post in the facebook group and if you like it please share it we're sure it'll help somebody else I've just got one thing to say before I wrap up, and that is my coach said to me, confidence is a result, not a requirement. So if it's that that's holding you back, don't hold yourself back. And well, on I that note... Add, I want, no, I want to add something to that now. Oh, go on then. <laughs> You've opened a can of worms here. because Oh, just, good grief. I actually believe that confidence is just a mask. It's what other people see. It's not what you feel. Self-worth <gasps> is what you feel, not confidence. Now there's another pod chat. And in the meantime... Time for a brew. Bye. Bye.